Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week, we'll be reviewing 1995's Demon Knight. Hello everybody and welcome to the show. You are at the end of Horror Month. This is the last week of Horror Month. I'm here with uh, my wife Shauna, aka Mistress Shauna. Okay, <laughs> I love to call her that. Uh, been having fun with you doing these episodes actually. You know, like I, I love doing these episodes with you, these, uh, these Halloween episodes. And I know we got some we, we got some other stuff coming up that we planned in the in in the near in the near future in the yeah. future future mm-hmm. you might say so uh, yeah. this is not the last we're gonna see of her so um, so but really been having fun doing these uh, episodes with you yeah me too so kind of kind of sad it has to come to an end I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna cry. But anyway, uh, but, but yeah. But anyway, we gotta talk about things I watched this week, or things we watched this week. I guess you can call it this time. Um, I'm gonna talk about a thing I watched this week because last week I said I was on a journey to watch The Wire. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch all, all I think five seasons of The Wire. Yeah, it's a daunting task. Yeah, it seems like it, yeah. It seems like it, because I've only watched seven episodes. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, what, a week or so in? I've only watched seven episodes. Yeah. It's a daunting task, because I'm going to be honest with you. What? I'm going to be honest with you. The show is slow as shit. Very slow. It's a lot of great acting. Mm-hmm. A lot of great acting on the show. Yeah. A lot of great fucking acting. But it just don't mean nothing to me. Yeah. You know, it's like it's something about this show. I don't know if it's just season one. Maybe it picks up in season two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But season one so far not grabbing me. Yeah. You know, like it's it's not leaving me because like I, I love shows that leave me on cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. You know, I love shows that leave me on cliffhangers. This show doesn't give me any fucking cliffhangers. Yeah. It doesn't give me something to be like, oh, I can't wait to watch. Ne- I can't wait to watch the next one. Yeah. You know, this 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 show doesn't give me that. Right. And like, it, it just doesn't. And that's why I think that's why it's really, it's really hard for me to get through this show. Yeah. It's really hard for me to get through this show. A show that's not hard for us to get through is, uh you yeah (laughs) i'm having a lot of fun watching you Uh, it's it's a it's a show you is a show on netflix about pretty much an incel he's an incel stalker i mean that comes with it so just yeah yeah he's he's just an (laughs) incel but you know and he he's just stalking this girl he's like learning everything about her just to uh get in good with her and it's i'm having a ball with this show me too you know we're in season we're into season one and is season two already out season two and season three are out 
okay. Season three is out now, actually. That's the newest season. Okay, cool. So, like, we got to catch up. We got to catch up on the rest of it. Right. You know, but unlike The Wire, <laughs> this show flows perfectly. It does. It flows perfectly. Leaves me on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. I love that shit. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm just enjoying that show. I recommend you. Uh, <laughs> I recommend I recommend that show. Mm-hmm. It's a very good show. Uh, check it out. You know, I never thought I'd say I like the show that started off on Lifetime. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you, you fucked up Lifetime. <laughs> you should have <laughs> kept the show. You should have kept it. They probably did it for a reason. It was like, oh, that's me. We got to do better now, and we don't want to do better. <laughs> yeah, it was like they gotta, they gotta, they gotta tell more compelling stories, right? And have a budget, right? And shit, they're just fine making their millions doing whatever they're doing. So, first shuttles on Lifetime because we're watching this first season. I believe this first season was on Lifetime. First shuttles on Lifetime. Show it. There's a lot of profanity. And a lot of sex in this show. Maybe that's why. There's a lot of profanity and a lot of sex in this show. I'm I'm surprised at how far. Even some of the violence. There's not a lot of violence in this movie. When when they do, when, when there is some violence, it gets pretty gory. Yeah. It gets pretty gory, shockingly. Yeah. Uh, I'm 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 surprised by that. Yeah. I'm surprised by that for for, for a show that was on Lifetime. Yeah. But, like I said, enjoying the shit out of this show. Yeah. I'm enjoying it more than The Wire. But I'm, I'm, I know it's blasphemy because everybody's... Because, like, The Wire is a show that everybody holds in higher regard. They're like, oh, my God, you need to watch The Wire. <laughs> you know, The Wire is the greatest show. It's the greatest acting. It's the greatest acting. But it's just... It's so fucking slow. I can't... I can't deal with how slow it is. Right. So slow. It's borderline boring i'm sorry i know that's blasphemy but it's, it's borderline boring i'm sorry you <laughs> is you is a fucking adrenaline rush yeah it is to me because you're like is this motherfucker gonna get caught was is, is are they gonna catch on him what the fuck's gonna happen you know so and you're kind of rooting for him and then you forget like no this is a person you should not be rooting yeah, he's, for he's yeah he's fucking toxic he's a fucking he's a he's a he's a fucking degenerate human being right you know he's he's not a good person right nobody in that show is nobody good. on that show is good everybody's trash everybody on this show is trash you're you're not rooting for anybody on this show just watch the the slow car crash you just, pretty much it, yeah it's pretty much a car crash i just love i love the fucking drama right the drama is key but uh, <laughs> is there anything you want to talk about that's about you it. got that's about it yeah. all right we'll be back with demon night folks after these messages hi right, guys and welcome back to the show we're gonna be talking about demon night from 1995 this was the pick of Shauna mm-hmm. she picked this movie. Uh, I want to talk about how I saw this movie as a kid. I never saw this movie as a kid, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Because you were the first one to show me this movie. Right. I I saw it as a kid. Yeah. 
Yeah, you saw it. You were the one that saw this as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this is mainly going to be your episode, most likely, mostly. So right. mostly, this is your episode. You're 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 steering the ship on this one. Uh, but like like I said, like you showed me this movie. The movie did. I, I think I did tell you this. The movie did give me nightmares when I for, for the first time I saw it. Yeah. The first time I saw it, the movie did give me nightmares. <laughs> Yeah. Not gonna lie. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, this is the thing about me. I'll, I'll watch horror movies, but uh, in no way, shape, or form am I a horror movie fan. Yeah. Uh, growing up, I mostly watched, like, horror movies with my dad. Yeah, you leave that to me. I'm, I'm the horror movie fan. Yeah, you're the, girl. yeah. You're, the horror, you're the horror person in the family. Yeah. In this, in this, in this, in this relationship. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like, I mostly, when I was growing up, I mostly watched horror movies with my dad, mm-hmm. because, like, it was, it was just, I was just sitting there, and he'd be watching a horror movie, and I'd be scared out of my fucking mind, you know, like, really, yeah. I would be, I'd be, I'd be like, because I'm a little kid, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is scary, but, uh, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a horror movie person, at all like i tolerate horror movies now yeah i like i'm not they don't scare me as much as they used to i think because the element have changed yeah the 90s horror film and the 80s horror films have always been intense you know what right I mean? but now it have died down yeah recently yeah there's a lot more horror movies that i can like stomach and tolerate now than i did like like you said in the 80s and the 90s right. you know, like, even the early 2000s they had some movies that kind of they're kind of creepy like even with the zombie movies, because yeah. usually zombie movies are like really horrifying and stuff like that. Just yeah. Side of thinking about it. Yeah. But now horror, I mean, zombie movies is more like a video game. If you look it at is. it, it's, it's like, like the, more the, of an action movie than a horror film. Yeah, it's like kind of like they pull from Resident Evil. Right. You know, they pull from pull from that franchise. Right. A lot, cause like, like we watched Army of the Dead. That movie didn't bother me at all. It's like a video game. Yeah, I love Dawn of the Dead. It was like, I want to play, you know, yeah. me gun. And- <laughs> right. But yeah, that's how it is. Let me get, let's get to the technical now. This movie was directed by Ernest Dickerson, who directed one of my all-time favorite movies, Juice. Yeah. He's the, he's the director of Juice. Oh, okay. Wow. That's very different compared to, yeah, Juice and- Yeah. You know, the- don't worry, guys. Don't worry. I'm gonna get to juice. So, like, it's good. Right. I love the shit out of that movie. Right. But, uh, <laughs> the screenplay was written by Mark Bishop, Ethan Reff, and Cyrus Voris. I hope I said that last name right. I'm not good with names I've never seen before. But, uh, <laughs> this movie has a Rotten Tomato score of. 38%. Oh, wow. I know Rotten Tomatoes is, they could be a pain in the ass. Sometimes. Oh, man. I researched and researched, couldn't find anything about the budget of this movie. So I don't know how much anything cost in this movie. Right. I don't know, I don't know any other, any other the financial factors that went into this movie you might say but do you know how much they made uh it made uh 21.1 million dollars at the box office okay so it's willing to compare 
Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, because I don't know the budget. I don't know how much they spent on the movie. I don't know how much money they spent on the movie. But that's pretty decent for the 90s to make $21 million. It also depends on how much they put in the movie, too. Depends on how much money they put in. That's right. Because those demons were pretty fly. Like, they weren't... Those they, demons... They didn't look cheap. Those demons didn't look cheap. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> those special effects didn't look cheap. They didn't look cheap. And it still holds up today. Yeah. yeah so... Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, just... That's pretty, that's pretty decent, but like you said, don't know how much this movie cost. Right. You know, so... Probably don't want you to know. They probably don't want you to know. They were, you're going to look like, it cost that much? What the fuck? You know, but... This mean it bombed. That's why. Because, bombed. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some movies, when I do research, to see the box office and the budgets, to see how much the movie cost, uh, akin to how much it made at the box office mm-hmm. there's some movies where it's like i can't find that data at all right it doesn't happen a lot mm-hmm. but it happens sometimes where i'm just like i don't know how much this movie cost and they're not telling me yeah right. you know so, so you know but but yeah this is one of those movies they're not telling me how much this movie fucking cost but let's move it moving on got rid of got got done with all the technical since this is your movie and you grew up with this movie as a child, I'm going to let you take it away. It's another Jada Pinkett Smith movie, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, she's see. in it. Yeah. So, as a child, when I first saw this movie, I saw the trailer. I saw, like, the TV spot for it. And right. I was a big fan of Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. Did I say Tales from the Crypt? Like, you know, Gates of the yeah. Crypt. <laughs> it's Tales from the Crypt, you said it. All right, all right. Because it kind of, like I said, Tales from the Crypt. It like, yeah, like, like said blood. It was like, hey, homie, this is my tales, <laughs> homie. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so, and, um, so I was a big fan of it. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to make a movie about it. I was mm-hmm. so excited. I saw the TV spot of it. Mm-hmm. And it was so interesting. The demons, everything. Jada Pickin was there. And I was uh, like, I got to see this movie. Which I never got a chance to see it. Mm-hmm. But later on, I, probably, I saw it at home. Right. Yeah, I saw it at home. I don't know if we have rented the movie or... I just know we had a cassette at the house. So I don't know if we rented it or brought it. I just know it was at the house and we played it over and over and over again. And Hey, you did say your you did say your your, your dad would like tape movies. <laughs> so, it's okay, it's okay. My dad stole my dad stole cable, it's fine. Well, Okay, it's, this is a bootleg. Yeah, it was a bootleg. My, it was a bootleg. We got no secrets. Here. Like my dad did the shit too. My dad stole cable. We had like we had like we had like free pay per view for like three years. So like so 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 he rigged he rigged that shit up. So all right, it was bootleg. Yeah. We both got both my both my dads did some shit we ain't proud of so so like it's cool. Try to keep my daddy clean. (laughs) My daddy, my dad's a good guy, but he 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 took cable, you know. So so, (laughs) he did it, but so um, it was a bootleg, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, we watched it 
over. It was a good bootleg too. It was really, <laughs> it was really, it was amazing. And um, we watched it over and over again. And um, I um, the the beginning of the first scene was really amazing to me, like the car chase and the theme song by uh, uh, Filter. Filter, one of my uh, favorite bands. Hey, uh, hey man, nice shot. Yeah. That song introduced me, you know, to like a turn of rock genre because of right. that song. And to this day, I still listen to it. You know, every now and then I still right. listen to it. And um, it was just how it was so well fitting and directing, the chasing, everything, the angles of it. It was just perfect. I think that's like one of the, I think it's the best scene throughout that whole movie. Mm-hmm. Probably in cinema, if, if you really look at it. I've just I've never seen nothing like it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um then I started having like serious nightmares. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because of the demons well, and how well they were dressed and put together. They were like it was kinda hard to explain. They were like part dinosaur part <laughs> Because they had like a tail and it yeah. looks like a like a it looked like a dinosaur tail. Like yeah. a dinosaur tail and stuff like that. Right. And and these uh, these actors were extremely skinny. Right. You know what I mean? And tortured looking. It was like they, terrible. Look like they spent like three years smoking crack. Yeah. You know? They probably got some crack kids at the streets. <laughs> it was like, hey, put this on. <laughs> hey, put this on. Y'all wanna make some money? Right. <laughs> And um, so, but I kept on watching it and was still have nightmares about it because I loved the movie, but I hated the nightmares because mm-hmm. I was good. Then um, I noticed on the Jada Pickens part where she became the chosen one, mm-hmm. um, she had her collector that was chasing after her too at the end. I thought it was going to be a part two. I have been waiting for that sequel for like how many years? Like it's been like twenty twenty five years 20, or so. Like yeah, twenty six years. Twenty six years. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all like I still want my my sequel. You know, <laughs> like, like Janet Pickett is still here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, like, you know, it could be done. You know what I mean? Like, if Jada, I don't think she retired yet, so you know, yeah. call her up and make another sequel. I want my Demon Knight too with Jada because <laughs> it just made it so interesting and good. You right. know, where her collector came, and since she's black, they made him they black. Made his, yeah, yeah, she had a black collector. Which, which, yeah. which I feel like they didn't need to, but okay, whatever. Motherfucker look like a black undertaker yeah stuff like that and she like put the blood in there to block the entrance of the bus yeah and then the collector was getting ready to come in he was like nah he was like he was like a pimp too he was like nah homie i'll wait for the next one (laughs) he didn't say that but that was just his swagger you know so like and and all of a sudden he walks you know, which was pretty weird. Like, you know, how can you dress up with all that, you know, cashmere? Yeah, he had a, a cashmere of, hat. He had a lot of black on. And he's in the desert just walking and yeah. whistling. I would have been like, yeah, that's a crazy motherfucker right there. So, right. as a kid, I've been waiting for that sequel and I never got it. And instead, they wind up giving me the Bodella of Blood. And I was like, 
that's not what I wanted to tell us the crib was going on. Like, <laughs> that's not what I wanted, you know. But I Technically, watched Bordello of Blood is a sequel. No, it's actually not a sequel it's because not. because they it's, say I think I read I did some research they said technically it's a sequel it's not a direct sequel but it's no a sequel. yeah it's kind of like it's like for the movie because it's supposed to be like yeah. every episode has its own story yeah because so it's like tells every movie is gonna have their own story yeah because tells like the, tells from the crypt is an anthology series so. exactly so I I I still didn't get my Demonite part two. Right. I didn't want the bordello, uh, b- uh, the, the bordello of the, blood. The bordello of blood. I didn't want that. Yeah. You, you can keep that. <laughs> I wanted my part two with Jada in it, you know. And um, what I noticed as a child, my parents got a kick, you know, got a kick out of the comedy and stuff, which I didn't understand because I mainly focused on the horror part of it. Right. But now, let's talk about when I got became older, <laughs> and, and as I as I revisit this film as an adult. Uh huh. I have to say the intro car chase scene is still amazing to me. Right. It's still amazing to me. I'm all like, it still blew me away to this day as an adult. And um, what I realized about the song, the filter song, mm-hmm. that it was about suicide. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I didn't know it was about suicide. Yeah, Hey Man, Nice Shot is about like the on air uh, suicide of this guy named Bud Dwyer. Mm-hmm. That that's what the song's about. <laughs> Did that really happen? Yeah, it really happened. It's based. That's a, that's a true story. That really happened. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 So so I know what that song means now. <laughs> so so as a adult now I understand the comedy part. I understand why my parents is laughing and stuff like right. that. Whatever. The movie is very funny now that you see it because I was scared as hell and they're sitting there cracking up, laughing, slapping knees and high high five and I'm all like, okay. And then they love the part where where um the old guy got drunk and the guy came. And he like seduced him into becoming, I guess, like a like a demon, so he could help him get the key. Oh, talk about when he was in the bar with all them titties. Yeah, and it shit. was the bar scene. Yeah. And my parents liked that part because they played James Brown oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and they thought it was funny. They was all like, "So Satan listens to James Brown in hell," you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So they really got a kick out of the movie. So now right. I understand all the comedy part. They bust up at the part. My parents bust up at the part. Well, as a kid, I didn't understand it, but now I understand it now. Right. My parents bust out the part where it was the prostitute in the hotel. We were in a prostitute scene, and she came to seduce the the chosen one because it's a I forgot the main character. I think his name is Breaker. Yeah, Breaker. Okay, yeah. and uh, Breaker came in because he was getting chased down, whatever, by the collector. Yeah. That was actually played by Billy Zane. Right. Billy Zane's freaking incredible in this movie he does not get enough credit for this movie yeah he played all the comedy part it was (laughs) he he delivered everything it was just extremely funny and i love the manager of the hotel the black lady yeah i forgot her name yeah but the actress's name is uh cch pounder that's her name she was amazing too she really held up her bargain comedy side as well and everybody else did their thing too. You know, uh, the chemistry was well. Everything was good. I liked the writing of the movie. It was. It wasn't nothing to be taken serious seriously about. It was just mm-hmm. you know enjoying stuff like that. Um, 
it was going back to the uh, prostitute part. She was trying to seduce. Uh, Are you uh, talking about the main prostitute? The yeah, main pro- yeah. Wait, how many name? prostitutes were there? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was like, I'm talking about the. Yeah, yeah. It, I, it was the only prostitute. It was the there. only one. It was the only. It's, it's how it, I kept up with her. I'm like, oh, she's the prostitute. It's the only prostitute there. <laughs> Because Jade is not a prostitute. Jade is not a prostitute. She's the housekeeper yeah. of the hotel. Yeah. And um, and the manager said, hey, get that pussy out the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was and, funny. And the prostitute jumped out the table and she said, I meant the cat. And that part was funny. At that part, I didn't get it as a child, which I'm not supposed to get that, you know. Right. But as an adult, now I get it. That part was funny. So right. It was funny. It was. It was in terms of curly funny. And they had a lot of funny things that was funny to this day um yeah so i get the comedy part down right i, I get why my parents bust up laughing right. um now do i still after the movie did i still have a nightmare no it was it was it was nothing to be scared about oh you yeah, know yeah. I mean? like even though the even though the demons were there and like i have to say like now looking at it from the past to now like revisiting those demons it still holds up like the makeup right. is still incredible still holds up to this day this movie's like 25 years old it's, it's crazy like you know when we have like scary movies we have like CGI yeah, there's a lot of CGI and one thing I could say about movies back in those days they always use like animatronic uh, animatronics they use puppeteers they use yeah. makeup they use actors and i just feel like those movies are more intense and more scary they because are. they look tangible yeah. where the cgi doesn't look tangible i think, at I, told all. You, I, think yeah. I told you about that i was like even i like, think it takes something from it like yeah. movie monsters that are out now i could right. tell like they don't scare me now because i was like that shit look fake right you know that look fake it like i could tell that's not in the room they looking at a fucking tennis ball or some shit right. you know they're not looking at something right you know like back in the day it was like you were looking at something you know right i think at- i think those demons are like the best like because if you want to talk about all the monsters that they've created from the 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 80s and the 90s era yeah. of horror i would have to say that they're like the best monsters right you know what I'm saying hands down the makeup and everything and I, I think I think they're even better than you know the monsters that was in the thing you know what I'm saying stuff like oh, that thing mon- I don't know about that like them thing monsters still scare the shit out of me man but I think they're better you think they're better the makeup and everything about that I think they're better I, I, I think they yeah. beat that you know uh, what I'm saying I think you know so but yeah do I still have nightmares when I see that movie? No, not anymore. I, I think the comedy kind of like breaks up the, the yeah. whole intensity and stuff yeah, like that, whatever. And um, and Billy Zane like keeping, you know, keeping you um, interesting, like, yeah. but not scary. Like he kind of like kind of break half of that up whatever yeah it's so. like even though he's like even though he's supposed to be menacing and scary he has a lot of he brings in a lot of levity you might say yeah to the movie yeah where where you're not so scared yeah you know yeah you're like this motherfucker's cracking jokes you're like, you're like, like he is actually funny yeah. like this is like i like to hang out with him yeah. you know he's so. gonna kill me but, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um as a doe um, do do I still 
what my part two demon night with Jada picking it and her and her fighting her collector. Yes, I do. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah, make it happen. All right, it's my turn. Yeah. All right. You know what I like? I like to do my pros and cons. That's what I like to do. Right. Um. You know what? I, you know what I figured out? You know what I? The, as soon as I watched this movie, I was like, you know what? This is technically a comic book movie. This is technically a comic book movie mm. because uh, Tales from the Crypt it started out as a comic book. Yes, you know it started out as a comic book, like like almost like pulp comics, like mm-hmm. pulp horror comics that got outlawed. A lot of those, like a lot of those comics, got outlawed in like the nineteen sixties. I want to say I'm trying to go back in my comic book history. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, like in, around like the nineteen sixties, they outlawed outlawed those books because mm-hmm. they were too violent. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, like that's how like superhero comics kind of like fucking just took over. Because like superhero comics were around in the thirties and forties, they were popular because of the war, mm-hmm. and then once the war stopped those comics kind of die mm. you know <laughs> that's why they had, to, they had to they had to do shit like uh superman's girlfriend lois lane they had mm. fucking batman and robin fucking playing baseball and shit and like they were doing like dumb shit with the with the superheroes in the 50s you know right. like, they really were mm. uh you know <laughs> and uh the the horror comics were really picking up they were they were like really capturing the imagination of kids right and so, like, they kind of had to die that down because they're like, they don't want kids to be violent and going out and killing motherfuckers and shit, you know. So, you know, so, <laughs> so but that's how tales from that's how you got tales from the crib. Tales from the crib started out as a comic book. So technically, this is a comic book movie. Um, uh, as a Night Court fan, mm-hmm. this means this probably this most likely means nothing to you, but. I love the John Lorquette cameo at the beginning when he's like the fucking dead husband. You know, he's about to fucking hack the lady mm-hmm. in the tub. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cause like, I forgot that was him cause like you showed me that movie and then I, I watched it back. I was like, I forgot that was John Lorquette. Right. I was like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> cause I love fucking Night Court. I like, I used to watch Night Court as a kid. I used yeah. to fucking love that show as a kid. But, uh, you know, but like you, I think the intro is cool. Right. I love that fucking intro with the chase and filter. And it, it is like almost the best in, you know, cinema history though. It's one of, it's a, it's a, I want to say it's the best in cinema history. <laughs> like, am I pushing it? Am you I, might be pushing it a little bit. Okay, in the horror genre part. Like you almost, that? you almost got me there. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's the best in history, but it's I good. Mean, cinema? Like it's, what a, what a, it's, it's, are it's, we pushing it? It's good. It's good. That's that's not push it. It's damn good. It's good. That's not that's not push it there. Uh I love the uh I love the cinematography and in this movie. I just love like the the 90s uh gothic feel. Mm-hmm. This movie has the dialogue is well written, which is very rare for a horror movie. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of there's not a lot of stupid shit. Be insane, be insane in this movie. Like the dialogue is very clever, you know. Like I said, it, it it's funny. Yeah, you know, it's actually it's pretty, smart comedy. It's smart comedy. It's pretty fucking funny, you know. Because like you got movies that 
you got horror movies that try to be funny. Yeah. And then they just fail miserably. And you're like, that shit sucks. You know? Like, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, but, like, you don't get that here. Uh, the acting in this movie is uh, top notch. Everybody yeah. brought their A game. Billy Zane, the, uh, the guy that plays Breaker, uh, Will Sattler, mm-hmm. uh, to Jada Pinkett. To C, like I said, CCH Pounder. Everybody in this Everybody movie. Everybody did good. Everybody in this movie, brother. You got a young Thomas Hayden, Hayden Church before he. I want to say he won an Academy Award. I didn't. I didn't check that. Like I think he won an Academy Award. Yeah. But uh, for uh, Sideways, mm-hmm. uh, which did I show you Sideways. I think mm-hmm. I showed you Sideways, but. Okay. But uh, Sideways review coming also because mm-hmm. that's another movie I like. Uh, but like. Yeah, he's good in this movie. He's a roach. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roach was funny. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, man, everybody brought their fucking A-game. The practical effects in this movie are incredible. Yeah. Like you said, the um the, the demons, they look demon-y. Uh, <laughs> if that's even a word, demon-y. I look too demon. <laughs> yeah. Um... Even when, like, they possess the other, uh, the People. other, yeah, the other patrons of the, because they're in a hotel, and when they possess the other patrons of the hotel, those look great. Like, when I they, know. When they possess the prostitute lady. Right. That was, ugh, that was creepy looking. The little kid. The kid was creepy looking. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, Uncle Willie. Right. <laughs> you know, like, they, yeah, that one, that looked good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, some good special effects even when people would die the special effects look good on that yeah it was it was it was it was it was great that was great all the characters have uh, a purpose they're all doing something you know oh yeah we find out that the guy oh man there's another thing i noticed too what's up willie you remember willie yeah he was supposed to be like the good guy right no, not Willie, not Willie. Uh, that's not you talk about. Not Uncle Willie. Uh, you no talk way. about um, goddamn, because he's the guy that played Roger. Wally, Ryan. that's Wally. Yeah, yeah Wally that, was that's his what name. It was Wally. Yeah, because he's the, he's played by the guy that does the voice of Roger Rabbit. Did we just find out watching that movie that Wally was not so much of a great guy? Yeah, that Wally was actually using the hotel to like like have all his like he, he yeah he had like an ammunition he had an ammunition and yeah. he was planning to shoot up a he's gonna shoot up a post office he was gonna shoot up a post office that's what we found out yeah he was and gonna... i was like holy shit because he's he was in love with the prostitute yeah he was like a scent for her he was right. like really sweet and kind and right. stuff everybody loved it while he was a nice dude very helpful mm-hmm. but then at the end right like towards the end of the movie towards the end of the movie after he died we found out that he was planning on shooting up the post office (laughs) isn't that crazy I believe they fired him right so he's gonna go postal right because that's what he was upset about (laughs) yeah because he was upset about that he's like I gave those guys all of my life and they do this to me and even just like you know and, and they wind up using the weapons that he camped out in the hotel to fight against to fight the, the demons, demons. Yeah. yeah but that was for the shootout for the ho- for the uh, postal for the post office yeah right he's about to go ape shit another thing i like about this movie this movie moves fast 
Right, it does. I like that. It, 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 is, really it didn't sit around and meander like like Scream 2 did. I mean, it was action in the beginning of the movie. It was, yeah, yeah throughout. Yeah, so. yeah, it didn't sit around and meander and just, I'm like, yes, 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 keep moving, keep moving. Yes, you right. know, it's fast. I like that. Everything's, there's always something happening. There's shit happening. We're not sitting around for an hour and nothing's fucking happening, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of a theme with some of the movies that we've, we've watched this halloween you know right. so where it's just like hey man y'all ain't doing shit it's just an hour of y'all just talking or whatever the fuck right but um but yeah let's talk about billy zane yes billy zane is such a good fucking villain in this movie he is i was like he, he he's charming he's witty he's charismatic he's fucking he could be fucking menacing mm-hmm. when he wants to be mm-hmm. you know i've always thought and he would seductive okay uh, all that stuff you know what i mean I'm, like i could see how those people would give in yeah he's like very convincing trustworthy and stuff right like, and every time when he possessed those people or should i say you know like make them hallucinate he mm-hmm. plays different characters right and his octo like his 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 accent changes his octo changes his acting changes so he's like literally playing different characters right in each of the scene that when he's like uh making them hallucinate i thought that was pretty incredible and like i've always thought I've, I've always looked at billy zay and i've always thought like he would have been a great lex luke lex luger or not lex luger lex luthor oh my goodness yeah right, yeah <laughs> he would have been a great not not lex luger he's not a wrestler but yeah. uh he would have been a great Lex Luthor. I always right. thought he would have been a great Lex Luthor. I was like, even when uh, they did uh, Batman vs. Superman, mm-hmm. I was like, not Jesse Eisenberg. Right. Billy Zane. Right. He's still alive. He's what still kicking. Fuck? He'd be the perfect fucking age for it. Right. He was probably like, what, maybe 50? Mm-hmm. You know, they probably want to. They probably want to go. Oh, we got a young Superman, so we won't get a young Lex Luthor. You know, but you know, but no. I always like aged up Lex Luthor. He's more menacing. I love it. Right. He's like he's got more power. He's like he's got more access to shit. I love old Lex Luthor. I was like he. There's still time. There's still time for him to be Lex Luthor. If y'all Warner Brothers DC, if y'all listening to this, cast Billy Zane as Lex Luthor, please. <laughs> it's 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 the perfect thing. It's 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 so fucking perfect. He's right. the perfect match for Lex Luthor. Uh, and, and, and send me a check while you're at it. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's talk about Jada Pinkett. Uh, Jada Pinkett actually did something that I think uh, no other black woman's ever done in a horror movie. Um, Jada Pinkett is actually the first black final girl in a horror movie. Yeah, she made history. <laughs> she made history. Like history, but <laughs> she made history. <laughs> and like that's that's huge in the nineties. Sure was. You know, like she she did that because like I was kind because I was going through my head. I was even doing like research about it, and I was like, "Has there ever been any black final girls before Jada Pinkett?" And I couldn't think of any. No, I was like. She's the first. Yeah, she's first. She's the fucking first. That's what she deserved, part two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, I was like, she did the thing. No matter what you think of her now, you know, no matter what, you, what, what, what people think of her now, you like, she made fucking history, like, in, in, in the horror movie genre. I was like, 
the black girl lived. <laughs> you know, <Right. laughs> the black girl survived. Right. That that's something to talk about. <laughs> I mean, they killed her ass off with Scream too. Uh, they killed her and Scream too, like, but like, straight up, but like, white people made that movie. A black dude made this movie, so you know, so. they have to make it up. We appreciate you for being the black final girl. So you gotta make it up and you gotta guard for these people and scream, and scream and die, and die, bitch, just die. <laughs> but she made she made history here, now. for real. Fuck you. You gotta give her props for it. Yeah. But you know what? Overall, I have no cons for this movie. I really don't, which is why I'm really like weirded out about the rotten potato score. I'll say rotten potato score. Tomato, potato, tomatoes, zucchini score. Yeah. Yeah, baby, this is a solid film. This is a solid movie. I know. Uh, it deserve a lot more scores. I, I had fun with this movie overall. Yeah. I had a, a ton of fun with this movie. It did. Uh, I give it a 5 out of 5. It's solid as fuck. I give it a 5 out of 5 too. Yeah. That's it. Well, this is our last this is our last mm-hmm. day. Yes. Of horror month and happy Halloween, you guys! Happy Halloween! We did this one on Halloween or past Halloween. We're doing this. We're doing this really late at night, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna be solo next week because next week in the month of November we're gonna be doing Oscar month. We're gonna be doing movies that won. Or were nominated for Academy Awards. And I'm going to be starting off with Charlize Theron and Christina Ricci in the 2003 film Monster. So, until next time, catch you guys later. Peace. Bye-bye.